Welcome to Evolve Primates, a podcast about living a more meaningful life in the 21st century. I'm your host, Jorn Richter. Suresh Patel is a personal development coach who coaches people on finding meaning in their life and work. He's also the father of a good friend of mine, Ishid. In this episode, we talk about meditation, how to find meaning in your personal life and working life, how to gain more focus, and how to prioritize in order to reach more meaning. Suresh is an experienced meditator, so we also talk about the effects of meditation on your mental well-being and your personal worldview. When he meditates, he practices the Vipassana technique. For the listeners who don't know about this technique, I'll try to briefly explain what it entails. In its essence, the technique is about accepting reality as it truly is, as it truly presents itself to you in this moment. You do this through focusing on your sensory perceptions across your body. If you want to know more about it, please have a look at the show notes at evolveprimates.com episodes. The audio quality from Suresh can sometimes be a bit rough because it's recorded on his phone, but the quality of the content is amazing. I would say it's worth it, but you can decide. Enjoy. Yeah, Suresh, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, appear on this podcast. I'm also excited, Jon. You're welcome. And uh, as always, I would like to start with um, uh, a question about how you arrived on the path that you are on right now, basically. So uh, how did you become uh, a coach, a personal coach to people uh, for their personal development? Actually, Jon, I was uh, always looking to make my life better. And in a way to do that, I found a lot of hurdles and barriers and issues. And as I crossed through, I found tremendous happiness within. So that happiness actually inspired me to offer it to other people. The way I'm happy, let other people also be the happy person. If I have struggled, why should all the people struggle if they know the way? So this was the quest for myself and it is now extended to other people. This is the way I become a coach. Right. And um, how did you find that happiness within? Okay, that's great. As I entered into deeper state of consciousness or meditation, I found that I am not my thought and I'm not my emotions. Thoughts come and go. Emotion surges up and gets down. And I can see that happening. So I could find that I'm just a witness. And being in a position of witness, I started getting tranquil state. Because as a witness, you don't involve or engage into things happening. And when you don't involve or engage, you feel happy, you feel peaceful, blissful. Everything is appearing harmonious. So this is the way I found my happiness. Happiness is my own state. And it is true for everyone. Nice. So you, uh, because I happen to know that you did some uh, Vipassana courses. Mm -hmm. And um, is that how it started or was it before that? Uh, before Vipassana, you can say that I was curious to know that my quest for happiness is lifelong. Everyone is longing for happiness. And me and others are continuously trying to get happiness from external means. Like objects, televisions, food, movement, other people's behavior. 
these are all my set of expectation or source of happiness in vipassana i can found that it is me who is actually attaching meaning to things happen outside and i have absolute control in myself to attach any meaning so vipassana makes everything absolutely clear that actually happiness is me and even expression of that happiness is also in my control the way i give meaning to what happens you know for example if i meet with an accident if i attach a meaning that i am at a bad luck or the person intentionally did accident with me then i am at not at peace but if i i can see that situation as a happening things happen unintentionally accident is just an accident then i am not unhappy i can actually witness that and get out of it very peacefully patiently yeah i often uh, struggle actually with finding uh, the difference between happiness and meaning in life i think they are really related but uh, do you maybe have some insight on uh, what the differences are okay let me clarify what do i mean by meaning see for example sunrise happens sunrise happens for everyone now if i attach a meaning like sunrise is great very colorful because of rising sun birds started chirping so things are happening as sun rises and i can see what is happening in sequential way consequently and i'm witnessing each and every happening then i can give a meaning that sunrise is for good but parallelly if i looking sunrise i say oh my god again another day i have to go for a work i don't like that work but still i have to go and because sun is rising i have to go for a work i have given wrong meaning to sunrise so this is the way i attach meaning to anything like this is a podcast you invited me to share my thoughts on meditation i gave an empowering meaning that here is my friend yon interested to know more here i am to serve him and here is the possibility the listener of this podcast may get some value out of it this is the meaning i gave so i was so enthusiastic eager to talk to you since this morning this is the meaning i gave i could have given another meaning also that oh i have so many podcasts and so many interviews one more has come and i am in a tour i am in a touristic mood i have my family with me why should not i say him that sorry i can't do it this is also another possible meaning or i simply say sorry i don't have time so these are all possibilities i am currently at a railway station lone railway station there is no one absolutely silent place and i have given this meaning that this silence zone is a conducive environment to record a podcast this is the meaning i gave okay <laughs> so this is the way every time i can give a meaning and generate a new possibility of to be happy about Yeah nice thanks a lot for that. Mm, so then I was wondering to go on a bit, little bit more about the meditation. I was wondering how meditation has changed your world view. Very good question. I think this is the most key critical question changing the world view. Now let me first clarify what do I mean by meditation and how I do it. Let me give you two important terms one is being and another is becoming. Here I am and then 
I do, I feel, and I think. So combo of doing, thinking, and feeling is collectively called becoming. But even if I don't do anything, even if I don't think, even if I don't feel anything, still I am. So when I say I am, that's my being. Who am I as a human being? And then what do I do as a human being? So this is two important distinction term, being and becoming. Now, being a management trainer, that's my role. Now, when I say being a management trainer, actually, I'm a human being playing a management trainer's role. So that playing a management trainer's role or consultant's role is my becoming. Meditation helped me to distinguish crystal clear that I'm a human being and I have a freedom to play all the roles beautifully well. So you are like my son. So when I talk to you, I have a choice to talk to you like a father is talking to a son. So I would be filled full with love, understanding, compassion, listening, everything. This is the freedom. Meditation gave me this freedom. So this is first about what, how do I distinguish two things? Now, in doing meditation, actually we simply get rid of what we otherwise doing. For example, instead of running, jogging, walking, I choose to sit at a place. So my physical activity is minimal. Now, instead of thinking on subject ranging from space shuttle to corona or from railway engine to cycle, from pizza to sandwich and from seashore to fish, all sort of subjects we have on our menu. Instead of that, we start thinking on just one thing, like in Vipassana, paying attention to each and every breath coming in and going out. So now thought is also minimal. Associated with that thought, some kind of feeling, like this sitting position is comfortable or not, or the way the breath pattern I am happy with or not. These are a little bit feeling. As I pay more and more attention to my breath, Slowly, I can see that that thought pattern is minimal. Emotion is also minimal. And I can see the pure state of being, witnessing everything is happening. Witnessing my own body, witnessing my breath, witnessing the thoughts, witnessing the feelings. This is the way I see meditation. I do meditation. And I get into absolutely tranquil state of being. Then I would like to go into these thoughts because, um, in my opinion, how a lot of people see meditation is uh, that it's the suppressing of thoughts. But I, I think it's much more than that. Mm -hmm. But could you elaborate on that as well? Okay. See, simple, in simple terms, meditation is paying attention to. Very simple definition. Paying attention to. Now, where do we usually pay attention? Most of the time, we pay attention to the externality. Like at this moment, some birds are chirping. Maybe this birds chirping may be recorded, right? And now you can have, say, dog started crying. <laughs> because as I shared, it's a no lone railway station. And uh, soon you will listen a sound of passing train. Now, Mr. Yon and all the listeners, while you listen this sound of the train could you listen your own self 
that did you attach any meaning to this that sound is loud why the train pass it must not have passed if those kind of thing happen within you you started paying attention to the dimension within so something happen outside that is one attention subject something happening inside that is another matter so it's not about suppressing thought it's all about observing thoughts in my opinion meditation is paying 100% attention to the thoughts and emotions happening within us as we pay attention unnecessary things started dropping so chaos of thought get to convert it into streamline of thoughts and then have a choice of a single thought on a chosen subject so really i'm thanking the nature almighty that at a right time a train pass and a wonderful example is created and i think all listener could see that the sound is outside and meaning to that sound is inside the whole point is did you pay attention to it or it just happened right then i was wondering uh, because i have to know because of issue that you went to uh, two vipassana retreats with two of your children so i was wondering uh, what it's like to go on a vipassana course with your children uh, as far as vipassana course is concerned it's not a matter about with whom you are going because everyone is in isolation although we sit together but we do not talk to each other uh, we do not even pass on normal greetings so the whole idea is being with the own self and not doing any conversation with anyone and not even reading anything so i think it is all right even if you go alone or if you go with your family member but the most beautiful aspect is that when your entire family is participating together in a one vipassana course when all comes out at the end of the course all have a common understanding and that's the real beauty that how we live life consciously unconsciously attentively unattentively so that clarity actually results into tremendous bond of love mm. or those, those things like interpersonal relational issues if happen something in the past before we person a course everything get vanish in a split of a second that's the beauty i always recommend that go with family then i was uh, wondering because we talked a bit about meaning and previously we also talked about how to give meaning to our lives i was wondering if you could share those thoughts okay in order to understand this concept of meaning first let us all of us look into the existence as a whole if you look at existence we can find four major orders one is a material world another is a plant world third is animal world and fourth is human world now they all the four orders are interrelated with each other why i am saying order because one school of thought says everything is chaos whereas i propose to see it as everything is in orderliness interrelated interdependent so like material world ultimately oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange all material world when start doing this it gets converted into plant life so plant life is nothing but biochemical activities in addition to that when the senses are developed like some of the plants they have some sign of good senses like a small bee eater plant the moment bee sits on it the plant closes its opening 
and then digest that small bee. So over evolutionary process, we could see the several animals with one sense, two sense, and when we reach to the human being's body, all the five senses. Now, material world is supporting to plant life, and plant world is supporting to animal life. All the three world is supporting to human life, and vice versa also. If human is behaving in a very natural, proper way, so there is interdependence. That's the first point. Now, when there is everything is interdependent, when we find this interdependence as a law, then we start honoring that law. And when we honor that law, that is the meaning exactly appreciated by us, and then that results into elevation of our life. Let me give an example, concrete example. I was passing through a farm, and a, and a snake just accidentally bit me. Now I feel pain in my leg, but if I understand the orderliness, I can see that I am not a prey for any snake. It's just an accident. All the snakes are controlling the total population of the rats, and eventually our agriculture fields are protected. So in a way, snake is not my enemy. Snake is my friend. but it just happened as an accident so i will never try to kill a snake or hate snake so this is the way when i understand the law orderliness i give very appropriate positive meaning if i do not know what i will do what most other people do when they get a pain they immediately try to take a revenge that snake has poison let me kill it so similarly if someone does a bad thing to you you start feeling revengeful but when you understand that he doesn't understand properly that's why he is behaving like that but i am understanding so i should be magnanimous compassionate like buddha like christian i mean for jesus christ who says on crucifixion they do god forgive them they don't know what they are doing so that kind of consciousness elevation happens when you give proper meaning appropriate meaning natural meaning so in simple terms when you know the existential laws you honor and you give a right meaning and i can imagine that sometimes for some people and I also if i look at myself like i in in the back of my mind i know that this is true like i know that positivity will give me more meaning but sometimes it's so hard to exercise yeah. so do you have, maybe have some practical tips uh, for people uh, that uh, can help them with uh, achieving this okay good the very first tip i would say the moment any time you feel uneasy uncomfortable revengeful panic that is the right time you need to sit for a while and pay your 100% attention to your own thoughts and emotions usually we are driven by the thoughts and driven by the emotions i wish that instead of being driven we should be informed okay this is not happening as per my wish i don't feel comfortable right now just paying attention to and when we pay attention to things get more and more clear instead of chaos we get a clarity so what's not okay for example a diabetic patient came to me and he said i love sweet doctor says no what should i do I said, cherish the sweet. He said, what ridiculous statement you are doing. I said, cherishing the sweet doesn't mean that you eat it. 
you offer this sweet to your loving friend let him eat see him eating see his joy of eating and you enjoy that process you may not eat sweet but still you feel good so this is beautiful thing we usually get driven by instead of we are just informed by and when we inform we respect doctors okay doctor has advised me for my better health although still i feel eating sweet but now i will cherish it through other tongue not my own tongue <laughs> yes okay so uh, uh, this is the way i coach uh, one of my student and he now started feeding 20 of slum children every weekend and he says i'm enjoying a meal with them i take little bit of uh, a sweet and feed them all of sweet of all the varieties and i enjoy more than eating myself wow that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it that's why it's working it's a practical way see me in my school days uh, i was not getting uh, Uh, library books at home right the school was telling that whatever library period you pick up a book sit in library period when i became an executive director of an educational institute mm-hmm. i gave freedom to all my 1000 student any time you can go into library any book you can pick up any beacon you can take home just register yourself enter the book yourself i trust you fully even if you miss just report then we'll decide what to do okay why to believe in advance that they will lose the book okay so one student came to me and and said sir i was with my aunt's place while returning i simply forgot i said don't worry call your aunt and say that give that book to someone who need it kids to read book is not to store right and i asked my librarian to replace the book this is the way i honored the truth of the student and the whole school was bubbling with energy of reading so it's i give a very positive meaning to the thing and this is a very practical tip that you if you couldn't enjoy your own self you help other people to enjoy and then you enjoy more yeah nice i, I was also wondering because we talk about meaning in life and uh, i i see a couple of categories within that like you obviously have your free time uh, but then there's also for example for a lot of people work time um and i was wondering uh, or study time maybe and how to find meaning in that mm-hmm. i would like to say that first of all let us distinguish the concept of time something started happening and now it ended the total duration we started counting and now we call it a time for example you plant a tree today and you get a free uh, fruit after 2 years okay now what is the 2 years two years is actually a duration from the moment of plantation of tree to the point of the fruiting now this is the duration we started calculating in years and then months and weeks and days and hours minutes second and now we started associating a meaning and that meaning is i don't have enough time now this is ridiculous because there is nothing called my time your time it is all happening and you fit into that happening if you observe or witness things are happening and there is no absolute entity as time it's who we give attach a meaning so if i have to catch a train train scheduled departure is after 10 minutes and i'm all set and station master announces the train is 2 hour late 
and now I attach a different meaning. Oh, this train is late. My whole schedule is disturbed. Now I will reach at very late. My dinner is disturbed. Then I'm unnecessarily getting panic because that thing is not in my control now. It just happened. Now I have a choice to sit, relax, read a book, wait for a train and start thinking that if I now get late, what can be the possible alternatives? And everything can be done very peacefully. So you will be very happy to know whenever I go to catch a flight at airport, I have a folder called idle reading paper. Now, all those paper I carry with me mm-hmm. and I don't get at all frustrated. Even mm-hmm. flight is late, I am continuously reading. And those are the paper after reading, I can put in either into dustbin or at a place where other people also can pick up and read. Okay. So I never complain. I simply go to the desk and say, tell me truthfully, what is the exit departure? I won't complain. I won't shout. I will decide whether to go back home or to wait. And I ask very peacefully, patiently, lovingly, and I get the right answer. And sometimes they say, we are announcing currently two hours, but actually it may get late for four hours. I get the truthful answer. I get the right decision. This just happens because of my tranquility and peacefulness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my observation and my giving meaning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how do you apply that in your uh, work or your uh, study? Okay. As far as my work is concerned, the very first thing is, I know that I have very limited things in my control. Many more things and many more controls are not in my hand. That's the fact of life. So let me repeat the same example. I have a control to book my train ticket, but I don't have control to run a train. So as far as work is concerned, first of all, I figure out my results, planned result. In order to achieve that result, I've scheduled all the processes put into my calendar and have cushion for everything and then start executing it. So at work life, I'm absolutely at ease. As far as study is concerned, for example, a book of 300 pages, I want to finish it in 30 days. So 10 pages a day. So when I start my reading, I just put a date at the back side of the paper by pencil. So for three days I read, so 30 pages are done. On fourth day, a guest came, I couldn't read. So next day I know that if I don't read, I have to read 20 pages in order to complete at the decided date. But I never forget that I am the one who has decided the date. I am the one who has decided the number of pages per day. And life is much, much bigger and brighter than reading a book. So I don't escape from my responsibility, but I'm open to possibilities. So sometimes it has happened that in order to return a book to library, I have read whole night, but completed my deadline because that's my choice. And sometimes I have written back without completion also with a clarity. Okay, this is not the time that I could complete because of the circumstances which were never in my control. I couldn't complete, but that's fine because everything cannot be in my control. Uh, The things which I can control, I try to control. The things which I cannot control, I accept it. And rest of the time I try to see where and how I can increase circle of my control, your influence. Mm, Nice. I think uh, when you are able to apply this uh, in your day-to-day life, it reduces so much stress. 
I was wondering like which practical tips you could give to people to be able to apply this philosophy. Uh, let me share with you a normal structure of looking at life. I have devised it for myself and it worked for thousands of people. This is like considering different life domains. So I put it like this. Number one domain is personal. Second is social. Third is professional. And fourth is spiritual. Now in these four domains, our life flows. And flow of life is categorized into time, energy, and money. So four areas multiply by three aspects. So my life is flowing into total 12 areas. Now, further detailing, every area has three sub-areas. For example, personal. So in personal, my favorite example is consider yourself taking a shower inside a bathroom. So what are the domain there? Your physicality, how you are at a body level, are you fit or not? Do you have any disease or skin issues, any deformity whatsoever? That's a physical component. While taking shower, you have some thoughts in your head. So that's your mental component. And you are stressed out. You want to rush to office or maybe university. So that's your emotional component. So your personal level, these three. Similarly, at social, your family, your relationship, and you are part of the big system called nation. So like citizenship. In professional, again, three, like role and responsibilities, money you make. And out of that money, how you grow yourself as a professional. So comforts and convenience and gadgets and movements and journals and all those things. And in spiritual aspect, your own understanding about your own self, who you are. What do you do? What's your central purpose? Whatsoever you are doing, do you know the clarity of that? That's understanding about the self. Then understanding about the life around you. You are not alone. alone. There are so many people around you. There are animals and plants and material. So that's your second understanding. And third, out of these two understanding, do you do anything like meditation, charity service, temple service, anything in which you are going beyond your selfish area of working? You express your magnanimity, bigness, compassion. So these are total 12 life domain and multiplied by the three flows I said, money, time, energy. So 36 absolutely subdomain now in each each and every domain what is my current state and where i wish to go now for example physical fitness i have a pain in my knee that's my current state then what do i want to achieve for example i want to get rid of this pain in coming 15 days then there are ways and means doctor has recommended exercise so doing exercise then question would arise when to do that exercise now I feel like doing exercise at 9 to 9.30. But 9 o'clock I have a webinar that is scheduled is in my professional domain. So likewise, in every subdomain I have something current state and somewhere I wish to reach. I need to figure out figure it out on a piece of paper, write it down everything and then matching up with whatsoever time I have in front of me, adjusting everything and be ready that my all planning Irrespective of wonderful planning, may not work as for my plan. Because life has a bigger plan than my own plan. And then flowing with that flow. Handling uncertainties, changes. So this is the way 
you and I am speaking a lot, but your question is also so great question. And I wish that to give in a complete detail. So this is the way people can always manage their life and enjoy also. Yeah, that's great. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I, I guess those 12 uh, domains are always competing for the three resources. Perfect. hundred percent perfect. So when you want to do exercise, you cannot read the book. So now you figure it out an audio book, right? You are on a treadmill and also listening a music or you may also listening a audio book. So this is the way people figure out while driving, they listen audio book, <laughs> but you know that you don't pay hundred percent attention to either. That's why accidents happen. Sometime for some short duration from good road, it's okay to listen something. But if you're paying 100% attention to listening, there are chances that you can, you may meet with an accident because you may not focus immediately to apply a brake. Yes. And then how do you prioritize between those 12 domains who are competing for resources? Great. <laughs> this is also an answer to how do I prioritize right now? <laughs> okay, good question. Uh, life is the first priority, number one. Not each domain. Domain is sub part of it. And life is here and now. For example, let me share my current moment. As I shared, I'm at a railway station, a lone railway station. There are some birds around, some dogs around and buffaloes. A green grassland and at far distance, I can see some sheep. For me, this is the life at this moment. If this isn't priority, I'm talking to you. This isn't priority. Then I'm 100% here. Instead of that, while talking to you, I start thinking about stock market that Europe has infected with Corona, stock market has crashed. What will happen to my investment? Then I lost the sight. So first thing is a priority and priority comes when we have present moment awareness. I have defined three important aspects for my life for fixing a priority. Number one, am I feeling peaceful? Then I have clarity of priority. If I'm not peaceful, I have confused priority. Number one, present state of mind, whatever is happening right now. And in that right now, what is important? That will give me priority. Number three, am I happy? Am I peaceful? I'm focused in present moment. Am I smiling? I'm cheerful. I'm jovial. I'm enthusiastic or not. If not, what stops me? And suddenly I find, oh, the priority is messed up. That's why not. I'm reading a book inside my home and rain started. And I wish to dance in that rain. The very first shower of the season of monsoon. I must have a clarity of the priority. That right now rain is happening. If I don't do dance in the rain right now, rain won't wait for me. This is my life right now. So priority keeps on changing when the bigger life is in priority. It is not like today priority is fixed. So the whole life that will be the priority, right? I have a concert to go this evening and suddenly my friend phones me and says that my mother is hospitalized. Suresh, I need your car and help both. Then my priorities suddenly change. Now I will go to hospital and help my friend. Why? Because life is in priority, not the concert is in priority. Okay, I think you are getting my point that event and activities are part of life. So those cannot be the priority, but overall life should be the priority. 
Yes. Right. So that's that's your uh, definition of meaning, and that's where you work towards with those twelve domains, if I understand correctly. Correct. And then um, I'm wondering because for a lot of people, different subdomains might uh, give them uh, their meaning because meaning is so subjective. Do you have tips on how to find that meaning? I think uh, there cannot be any tips because people have the same thing looking in a different way. Let me give one example. I'm going to gym to increase my vitality, increase my capacity to ingest oxygen. So my whole focus is in my chest area and vitality. Okay. Another person is also going to gym and his whole focus is also in chest area. But why is doing because he wants to be a model. And he wants to demonstrate his body. He has nothing to do with vitality. He has to do with only with the size. I'm a mountaineer by hobby. For me, the result of this enhanced chest and more lung, lung capacity is enhanced oxygen level. For him, getting better modeling assignment and getting money. So apparently looking the same activity, people have totally different way of looking at it. So my only invitation and offer is that whenever you prioritize ask this simple question why why i am doing so if answer of that why fit in sync with overall purpose of the life then things will be absolutely beautifully prioritized otherwise different different why and total why of a life doesn't match and the whole life goes in confusion and chaos mm. so for me Helping people, guiding people, supporting people to excel is my central purpose of my life. So talking to you is part of it. Writing a book is a part of it. Conducting a training program is part of it. They are not competing with each other. They are all complementing with each other. So I may do one or I may do three or I may not do at all anything and contemplate within. But still, I am purposeful. And sometimes people consider that how the profession fit. So, for example, I'm invited by police department to conduct training program for the prison officers, those who treat prisoners. Now, they said, Mr. Patel, we don't have money. I said, fine. I'm here to contribute. So, from one corporate organization, I get money. From another organization, I may not get money. But still, I'm purposeful. My purpose is to support, guide, help people to do their job better. Then money is not the driving force. Or money is not the only decisive force. It may be one factor, but not everything. This is the distinction. Thank you. Yeah, because I was wondering uh, when uh, and how you find that, found that meaning in your life. Because I think for a lot of people, they are still searching for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Good, good, good. This is now, this is the way I counsel people. In order to find out the meaning, a simple exercise is this. Start writing down whatever you like from morning to evening. Like the whole day you just keep on observing and have journal with you. So this thing I like, this thing I like, that I don't like. So you will have a list of liking and disliking. It includes everything. Party, food, dress, study, subject, cinema, theater, friend circle, everything. So after writing everything for a week or so, you will have one pile of paper, what you like, 
another pile of paper what you don't like once you have that thing ready start reading all those line once again and see is there a pattern and you will find there is a pattern of some liking and pattern of some disliking and then do a test similar statement appearing both side like i like music and i don't like chaos so something like that so good music then you define what's good music for you so for this exercise when you complete you have a complete clarity of the pattern what you like and what you dislike so when i did exercise with myself long back and it was unknowingly done but then i designed it systematically so i found that i like to be with people number one mm. second thing when people get happiness i feel happy third i have clarity about certain subjects and human turmoil fourth when i help people i feel satisfaction so similar statement created a pattern for me that suresh you like to help people guide people love people support people so i define my profession also like that people call me management consultant but i define myself as a helping friend so my all clients corporate clients eventually after one two or three programs they become my friend and that's the way i enjoy my profession also because all our friends they started business as my client eventually they resulted into friends so whether they give me assignment or not still they are my friends i can count on them even they also can count on me so some people leave their organization they leave their profession but still they rely on me for the guidance now there is no exchange of money as such but what is then being human that being a human to connected with another human being money cannot be the always a factor so this is the way the central purpose can be identified very nice and there are also now some mission builder activity like uh, stefan kovis activity mission builder they ask you certain question and you answer and eventually you get pattern that is the way they also help but eventually i feel that everyone need to help them own self by contemplating reflecting back and really doing it sincerely not casually and you know one baseline is that that in entire existence everyone is here on earth to play a complementary role for others as i shared in all the material is complementing to plant life plant and material will collectively complementing to animal life all the three orders are complementing to human life we are actually being useful and complementing to each other in family also father and mother complementing to the child eventually when the parents grew old children complementing back they take the responsibility of serving their elderly parents so this kind of complementing thing is in nature when we find our role our purpose we feel so much so fulfilled because we are complementing i never tire in my this is my 59th year of my birth can you imagine even if i work for 18 hours to coach people guide people training programs i never get tired any people ask me how do you have so much so enthusiasm so i say that's me enthusiasm is me because that's the way i am that's the purpose of my life yeah and i think you can also really notice it with people that love what they are doing uh, they get energy from doing it instead of it taking energy 
वेबिनार these are different forms actually or make a phone call or currently we are talking on podcast so these are different forms and ways and uh, methods they are not goals so maybe tomorrow you come to my home and we sit on a coffee table for 2 hours no formal setup no camera no recording still i am purposeful right and i never consider that here mr rion only one person on in on podcast there are thousand people no because that's not the decisive factor whether one person or thousand am i purposeful am i doing my vocal cord meaningful is it really contributing complementing to any single life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yon yeah. i think you are getting my yes it would be nice to get a cup of coffee once <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome welcome any time okay <laughs> nice <laughs> i would be rather feel fulfilled because <laughs> this will be a really extension to podcast to table cast yes <laughs> <laughs> or maybe coffee cast what you <laughs> you rather i would wish not a coffee come and stay with me for a week two week month come with me in jungle forest mm. let's do meditation together on a top of the hill wow. <laughs> right that would be in himalaya yes <laughs> that would be great yes it would <laughs> <laughs> observing a buffalo in a meditative state yeah. and observing a peak of himalaya also in a meditative oh, state observing wow. a flower in a meditative state <laughs> right mm. so i welcome you mm, nice uh, right i would uh, like to finish the podcast with one final question which is uh, if you would be able to talk to your younger self right now and uh, give him advice uh, what would you tell him just in one line i would say stick to your schedule See, we have tremendous good ideas, and those ideas get vanish in younger age because we have so many things in our plate to do. So we keep on changing, and we don't stick to the things. When I mean schedule, I mean priority. I mean decisions. I mean agenda, right? So, like, I have an agenda to talk to Yon this evening, and another my friend calls up and says, "Hey, let's go to movie." Then suddenly, I would change my schedule. i would say yon let's keep it next week i'm going movie so to answer in your question i would say to my younger self stick to what you have decided because when you decide you really use your head when you deviate you don't use your head you get flown with some emotion <laughs> which is very unique at a younger age okay well, thanks a lot for that yes yon that was it then okay i really enjoyed and i thank you from bottom of my heart to give him a wonderful time to reflect back in my life while answering your question actually i was answering to myself as well that suresh you are answering to yon are you walking on the same what are you talking right so it was a wonderful session for me as well and i wish all the best all the good for making a wonderful contribution to humanity through such kind of podcast mm, yeah thanks a lot for it thank you yon thank you and goodbye bye 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 bye